Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. Good evening. I'm Alpha. We can be as badass as we want. We now live in a nation where doctors destroy health. Lawyers destroy justice. Universities destroy knowledge. Governments destroy freedom. The press destroys information. Religion destroys morals. Our banks destroy the economy. The inability to defend on all of these fronts, be it voter suppression. And you can go down the line. You can go down the line. Good evening. I'm Alpha. This is the Alpha Show. Now, the master of common sense, take no prisoners in politics and game making. The man from Chicago who's got their numbers. This is Advanced Urban Political Talk Radio with Alpha. Here's Alpha. Well, good evening. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Alpha Show. Well, the truth must be spoken more than once. Um, <clears throat> so much to talk about. So little time. So much to do. So everybody can whine. I've um, had a very tumultuous day, and now instead of eating a hamburger like I plan to make myself for dinner, I have to go with a seafood boil that I was just handed with a couple of crab legs, about three or four shrimp, and if that looks like a lobster tail to me, some corn and potatoes, uh, but I can't do anything with it now until I uh, finish this show. The NBA is going strong, and I'm doing a show. I must have some unadulterated passion for politics and what the hell is going on. I didn't want to open the show with uh, the dumpster fire, the shit show, the just, (laughs) you know what was funny about this debate last night? This man 
instead of coming out looking presidential. Now, can somebody answer me one question? What independent, not a Republican who's turned independent because they're too embarrassed to say they're a Republican, what independent did he gain and what undecided voter did he gain with that debacle from last night? Don't let Biden tell the people the truth by interrupting and talking over and just trying to keep your lie going. The biggest, I would call, malfeasance of the Democratic Party is not hitting on the pandemic to the point of he's trying to kill your children. He's trying to kill your children now. This uh, so-called doctor, what was it, Dr. Atlas? He's not an epidemiologist. He's not a. He's not a. Um, He's not a, a, a disease doctor. He's uh, another kind of doctor, and his field is he's out of his league. Let me put it like this. But that's what Donald Trump would go and get because he can't, I repeat, he would go and get that doctor because there is nothing he can do. Dr. Fauci is basically employed by him, and if we know, he knows if he fires Fauci, credibility is gone. <laughs> yeah, he's a radiologist. <laughs> Thank you, Janice. Janice Graham of Our Common Ground. She always fills in my, um, I would call it a lack of prep. But then, too, I'm not a radio show host. I just like to run my mouth. And she affords me the platform to do so. So I'll let her continue to secretary me through all of the small things I've forgotten or not actually forgotten, small things. Well, yes, I've forgotten. I had heard he was a radiologist. I just couldn't remember what he was. That's how much credibility this clown has. But uh, thank you, Janice. Um, <laughs> I got to say, this, this man is a real clown, and as he calls the right wing militias, the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys, as he calls them to arms. This is a call to arms. He tells him to, what did he say? Stand back and stand by. Stand back and stand, stand back from what? They're already coddled by the police. Because the police are full of them. The police are full of white neo-Nazi Klansmen. And that's why they 
can identify with the Boogaloo Boys and the Proud Boys. There is a lot of work to be done after this election. Donald Trump is not, I repeat, he is not going to be successful stealing this election. He can have as many things set up as he wants. But when they fall and he is unsuccessful, those people, too, should be gathered up and charged with conspiracy against America. All of those militia groups, arrest them and charge them with felons. That way they can never own another firearm. And it has to be it has to be a, a it has to be a a, a direction of revenge of spite because that's exactly what they're doing on that on their end. They this is spite, this is let's own the libs. Let's kill as many libs as we can because that's what they're looking to do. They're looking to spark a civil war. And the left is simply not ready. They're not ready now. I got to tell you like this, and this is this is something that we live by. One-on-one, you never have to worry about white folks because if there's a chance that not that they could lose if it's a chance that they could be equal if it's a chance that we've got as much firepower as you've got they're going to chicken out because by nature they are cowards they don't have a warrior's mentality and I know a lot of people want to say, you know, we've got the people, we've got the the army, we've got the the people in the army. And they have been indoctrinated to fight and kill. And yes, it might have started two years ago, but it can be shut down. And those involved can be brought to justice. We cannot continue to take a knife to a gunfight. to take a knife to a gunfight. We cannot continue to not address the bigotry in the police department, the the fact that their ranks are full, full of white supremacists, neo-Nazis, and Klansmen. And they are willing to kill any good cop 
who will step forward and expose them. There's got to be something wrong here. <laughs> and only something that I can fix with a, a large uh, a throat, a cough drop. I've got to get something in my mouth to... Uh, to address this before I start coughing, before uh, I get to that point. Just let me take this, this short music break until you get into, so I can get into what I need to do. Thank you. Thank you for bearing with me there. That's a <clears throat> that's a little better. And I'll take it from here. <laughs> I'll take it from here. The civil war that Donald Trump is promoting is to keep him out of jail. He doesn't give a damn who dies. He doesn't give a damn how many of these attackers come from the side where the police are. And this is this should um, this is this should uh endear the police to the American people even more as they act as the source, the power, the firepower from the other side. And this is this is a notion we have to push. Here are the Proud Boys, the Boogaloo Boys, and the right-wing militias who are being coddled, hugged by the police departments. And the police smile, wink and nod at them. Now, when the Black Lives Matter and Antifa, so-called Antifa, when they begin to show up with long guns and rifles and watch the narrative change, this is why the new president 
should be all in on declaring national emergency. They should declare a national emergency for climate change. They should declare a national emergency for the pandemic and write a public option into the Affordable Care Act. And if you get too many screams and hollers and heads exploding on the right, say, okay, we'll just go with Medicare for all. Let them scream socialist. Let them do all of the socialist screaming they want. Do you know that the um, subsidies for the airlines is over today? Tomorrow there will be layoffs. And watch the Republicans come running to the negotiation table for more money to keep these airlines afloat. And they should get it. They should be allowed to die and wither away like the people who they want, who they didn't help with uh, unemployment extensions. The people that they were allowed to be evicted because they wouldn't give up a measly $600 a week extra to keep these people afloat. They weren't willing to give the small businesses money to keep them open. And people lost their jobs and they lost their health care. This should not be a tit for tat, but they make it a tit for tat. I heard uh, Ellie Mastal. I don't know if, how many people know who Ellie Mastal is, but uh, <laughs> he's a funny, a funny man with white hair and looks like Don King. Kind of a little on the heavy set side, but uh, nevertheless, he has some great ideas. He has some great pushback. And I don't suspect that Joe Biden is going to get together with him or do as he would do or that he is doing. Uh-oh. I may have lost it. Yes, I did lose it. I just opened the case. That's all I did. I didn't take nothing out. I opened the case, and it cut me off and sent me to my um, to my earbuds. But that was just a matter of going back to my speakerphone. This, <laughs> this blog talk radio is something else. And if I didn't remember from memory the phone number, it weren't so easy because the number is not on my studio board. 
and it continues to disappear and come back. I had it before, and it uh, disappeared, and I can't get it back. I can't see it. 516-666-9516 is the number if you want to call in and basically voice your opinion or... Disagree with me. And I'm glad I don't get too many calls from my my friend Jay. I'm glad he saves all of his calls for Janice and sometimes India. Because he's a he's a he's a friend and he's a, a loyal listener and he He's a little long-winded, and it's always how bad the Democrats are. He never speaks badly of Republicans, and I've gotten to a point where I don't think he's a Democrat. (laughs) I think he's a Republican. So I'm just glad um, he... Traffic at our common ground. <laughs> That's our common ground. Saturdays at 10 o'clock here at Blog Talk Radio. And don't forget the I Declare Show, the real raw right now of the I Declare Show Friday nights, 10 o'clock here at Blog Talk Radio. I don't know if India is going to have a show this Friday, but um, we shall see. But we shall see. But check out those programs because this keeps us informed. Let me put it like this: you don't really have to worry about the authenticity of what I tell you. Because very seldom do I come across someone telling me. Liar! 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 Yeah, I don't, I don't hear much of that. Um, I might hear some people telling me that I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But I would like for them to um, help me out. I was speaking of, uh, of um, Ali Mustal. I was speaking about the debate and how Donald Trump just ran over uh, Wallace. Chris, was that his name, Chris Wallace? Well, Donald Trump would have rolled over anybody, any and everybody. But this is how they should have handled Donald Trump. This is how you handle someone like Donald Trump. And you don't agree to a debate without the ability to cut his mic off. I want to get our hands around a very difficult situation. All right, Donald. You've got to let us ask questions. Go you ahead. can't just talk. No, you got to let us actually right. ask questions. No. You're just talking. All no, 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 I'm not Donald, just Donald, talking. Donald, Donald, Joe, Donald, I'm not Donald, just talking. You're not going you to keep facts. talking. We will go to break if you keep talking. We're going to ask you questions. I'm doing is giving you the facts. You don't want to hear the facts. Go to break right now. We'll be right back. 
with more Morning Joe. Yeah, note to moderators who actually want to moderate a debate that makes sense, stays organized, and keeps both candidates in line. That's one idea. Cut the mic and mean it. Good morning, and welcome to Morning Joe. It is Wednesday, September 30th. Along with Joe, Willie, and me, we have MSNBC National Affairs Analyst, co-host of... Yeah, Morning Joe. They were... And I've started listening. I've started watching Morning Joe. Matter of fact, I taped the program for one reason. Morning Joe and Mika are in war with Donald Trump. <laughs> so they're going to give you all of the bad and all of the skinny. And he's going to do all the ranting. And I understand. You know, some of us, you know, with good reason, you don't trust. Morning, Joe, or any of them. So, that's just one thing. I need to tell my CEO, you know, these clips have been blasting for a long time because what we do we just play them. We don't turn them down. We never used to have to turn them down. But she's right. They are kind of loud. <laughs> they are kind of loud. 516-666-9516. You know, I like to um, hold conversations with my CEO. And because um, she has this this theory, this she has this belief that Donald Trump is going to be successful. And I say no. He's not going to be successful. He's going to be a prison number. And I'll hope that hell he runs off to another country so they can prosecute him in abstention and seize his property with the Rico Act, seize everything he owns. And the same for Ivanka, Jared, Don Jr., and I'm Eric, Eric too. Lock them all up. They're all criminals. Period. They're all criminals. Now, <laughs> you know, I guess it does me no good to chat and be badgered. Uh, I got your message, Janice. I. I call myself turning them all down. And um, I have a few things that I did want to, that I took the time to, to um, record and play for you. This is Ellie Mastal on Coney Barrett. 
first name escapes me, I don't give a damn. Amy Coney Barrett already sits in a stolen seat. She is on the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals. Uh, she feels a seat that was uh, nominated by Barack Obama. Um, Barack Obama nominated a woman named uh, uh, Myra Sh- uh, Selby uh, to sit on that circuit, black woman. Uh, in 2016. Mitch McConnell blocked the black woman, just like he blocked Merrick Garland, um, and when Trump got in, he appointed Coney Barrett to sell his seat. The Seventh Circuit, which has 11 justices now, is the only circuit that is an all-white circuit in our country. The Seventh Circuit covers Chicago, all right? So that, that's, what, that's the scope of what we're looking at here. Trump has infused the entire federal judiciary, not just the Supreme Court, but everything up and down the federal judiciary with Trump judges, overwhelmingly white judges, overwhelmingly male judges, and we are long overdue for an extension of the sorts to more, better reflect the plurality and diversity of the country. So one thing I find interesting is that the right has made this an issue for their base. This has always been what they took with them into the voting booth. The left has not. And the irony of this is that the impact that the courts have disproportionately impact folks on the left, more specifically people of color. What can we do to change the conversation and, quite frankly, the political landscape to make the courts just as important an issue on the left as they are in conservative circles? Democrats have to do a much better job of messaging to their base about how important the courts are. Republicans do this all the time. Look, I do not think the base Republican voter is any smarter than the base Democratic voter. But the Republicans have made the the one-to-one connection. If you want this, then you must have the courts. If you don't like gay people, then you must have the courts. If you want guns, then you must have the courts. The Democrats do not message to our base in the same way. If you want climate change, then you must have the courts. All right? If you want reasonable gun reform, then you must have the courts. If you want health care, then you must have the courts. The Democrats never make that one-to-one connection. And I think part of the problem is, frankly, arrogance. We are right. We know we're right. More people agree with us. And we think that being right and being, you know, uh, and being in the majority is enough to push the ball. It ain't. What's enough to push the ball is controlling this institution of minority uh, of judges that are elected for life, sorry, that are appointed for life um, and, and represent minority opinions. Controlling that branch is how we control these major issues that we care about. Now. (laughs) <laughs> Democrats are pouring messaging. Here's someone else saying the same damn thing. Our priorities are, are not the courts, and we've come out on the short end. 25% of the federal judges are from far right-wing thinking beliefs like the Federalists, and all of these religious places that teach some type of, I don't know, some type of stick-up-your-butt religious judicial beliefs. Coney Barrett. It's no different. 
the one thing I was unable to get was the complete conversation from Ellie Mastal, this last clip. They they cut that part out because I well, I've got it on my on my list on television where he runs down a list of decisions that uh, Coney Barrett has made that her religion would have frowned upon because there was there was no reach out and help the needy there was no empathy for the downtrodden she is a um, fundamentalist woman must capitulate and bow down to her man kind of judge and uh, it basically it basically sucks to be up once she's gotten on the Supreme Court now there's a, a big belief that Democrats should come in and expand the Supreme Court and they're talking about they should come in and add two. Why two? The Republicans enjoy a 6-3 advantage. They have stolen three seats. Why not come in and Let's say add eight, add well add five. And if you add five, it'll be an eight six advantage. And you know why I say five? Because once you add five and take away their conservative power on the court, when they get in, they're gonna add to get that back And when we get back in We're going to add to get that back Until the Supreme Court Is so large That the Diversity in the court Will balance out everything As it should and That's my next piece That I'm going to play Because that Literally Better explain And I mean better explain The reason for adding to The Supreme Court And not just the Supreme Court Add to the Federal benches To balance out the right-wing power grab and watch McConnell and the gang watch their head explode. I want you to listen to this because I don't too much care for Ari Melber because just when someone is making a, a good point, he jumps in with the 
he wants both sides. He, he's 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 trying to hold you accountable. Uh, BS. But he wants to pretend to be a progressive. Here. In magazine, we looked at the issues, and sir, I ask you: Is it time for Senate Democrats to play hardball? Absolutely, court packing, a court expansion, or court reform, however you want to call it, is the appropriate solution um, in this situation. It is the proportional response, as you laid out so brilliantly in your opening. Mitch McConnell has already changed the number of justices on the Supreme Court. He changed it from eight, from nine to eight. If Mitch McConnell can do it, then the Democrats can do it. If the Republicans want to say that the number of justices on the Supreme Court is a function of raw political power, then when the Democrats have raw political power, they are allowed to use it and use it effectively. And in this case, that means expanding the number of justices on the Supreme Court. I have a lot of arguments, Ari, that we can get into about the good government reasons for having more justices on, on the Supreme Court. I think that is a legitimately good thing for our polity. But I also have the vengeance argument here. Um, I do not think that that this country um, can long survive a world where only Republicans get to appoint justices to the Supreme Court. Yeah. That is well, you just, Mitch McConnell would have us living. Hey, you just put your finger on it. Uh, if there's a Democratic president, no justice. If there's a Republican president, they get their justices. So, as you just put it, if that's the position, and they've, they've shown it in public, and Lindsey Graham and others are almost gleeful about admitting the hypocrisy because it, it just reinforces the trolling power play, which has become the, the proverbial lingua franca of the Republican Party under Donald Trump, and that's the position. Now, I think the best argument against this—again, I try to present this, people make up their own minds—the best argument against this is it's not ideal. And the problem with that argument, which I think is fair, and I mentioned constitutional hardball, nothing's ideal right now. 2020 is not ideal. Uh, this balance of power is not ideal. Seats being already taken hostage isn't ideal. Why do you think it is hard for some of the elected Democrats to see that if Mitch McConnell's hostage-taking is rewarded, if there's no consequence, uh, then you're actually incentivizing them doing it to you again? Well, I think part of the problem the Democrats have faced here is that they're, they're just not thinking big enough, right? Um, one, of the, one of the arguments that you hear against uh, court expansion is, where does it end? If they put two, then we'll put three and they'll put five. Who cares? Bring it. I say add 10 justices to the Supreme Court right now. That makes it a 19-member body. If the Republicans want to come out and add 10 justices after that, that's 29 justices. That's about the size of the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Can you give me a really good argument for why the Supreme Court should be so significantly smaller than our circuit courts? I can't. So then the Democrats come on and add 10 more and 10 more, and we get to 100 justices. I don't care. I can live in that world. You know why? Because the more justices on the Supreme Court there are, the less important any one random death is to our polity. This so let me jump in with two. Yeah. Let me jump in with two things. One, Ellie Mistal with big Ninth Circuit facts. I haven't heard anyone point out that there are other important places in the federal judiciary that are large. And by the way, uh, as lawyers know, but people may not care to learn about it because it's not the most important day-to-day -day thing in your life, the vast majority of federal cases are adjudicated and resolved in those, as you're pointing out, larger courts and below, not at the Supreme Court. But two, because you mentioned the other arguments, and we'd like everyone to hear everything, 
uh, Chuck Rosenberg, who is a very thoughtful lawyer, as you know, with a lot of experience, he argues against what you're saying. Take a listen. Here's the problem, in my view. Let's say the Democrats take both chambers of Congress and the presidency and expand the number to 11. Mm. And then four, year la four years later, the Republicans do the exact same thing and up the number to 13 or 15. I mean, there's no limiting principle on this. Mm. And so what might be uh, an appealing short-term solution I think could have disastrous long-term consequences. So to build on the colloquy, because you were speaking to this, is your argument to, to Mr. Rosenberg and thus Biden and Schumer that that long-term doomsday scenario isn't really a doomsday at all. Exactly. The, why do we need a limiting principle on this at all? One of the things that is benefit, and you already brought up the circuit, the circuit courts. One of the things that we benefit from the circuit court system is that the judges who hear most of the cases are drawn by random lot in three judge panels. So if we had a 50-person Supreme Court, most cases would be decided by a random drawing of three. That would significantly and I think positively change the kinds of cases that came to the Supreme Court because people wouldn't be so sure just which judges they would get. Um, so there are, there are lots of arguments for why an, exp an expanded court, by the way, could hear more cases. That's a, that's a thing that's happened, uh, not to get too much into the weeds, but the Supreme Court has heard less and fewer and fewer cases um, over the years uh, than it used to. Uh, expanded Supreme Court would hear more cases. That's more opportunity for intellectual, gender, and racial diversity. Right now, the Supreme Court is currently staffed by nine people who went to two law schools. What's up with that? You could you could fix that if you had more. So there there are yeah. lots of there are lots of decent are you, good bipartisan reasons. Not not to get too into weeds either, but you're, what you're suggesting is a similar model that would have the court break out into potentially smaller groups, and if something super important, go full on bonk when when required. Exactly. Do you know how really difficult it would be to have a string of decisions? Let's say the court is 29 people. Do you know how difficult it would be to have a string of high-profile decisions that came down 15-14? It would almost never happen because, Ari, mm. as you know, the law is frankly just too too complicated for that, right? Um, these 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 high-level jurors have too many things going on to break down along hardcore party lines um, as you add more and more and more people to to the mix. So again, from a from a from a perspective of making the court less political, having more justices, having their deaths not matter as much, all of those are good things before you even begin, before you now re-enter the hypocrisy of McConnell and Graham and the Republicans um, having the current court uh, determined really, based only on their, their whims. Really interesting, which is why we wanted to turn to you. I suspect this will, will stay in the, in, in the debate, and, and many people think that's warranted. Also, I haven't seen you since we've gone into well, somebody tell me what's the downsides of what you just heard. And is Ellie Mustel correct? Make the courts large enough to quell the power grab. Right now, with what the Republicans are doing in such they're not going against the McConnell rule as they bring another Supreme Court justice in. They're voting already. 
there voting already. And like you said, Mr. McConnell changed the changed the court. He changed the number of the courts. And he started out with changing the number of the courts. When he wouldn't allow Obama to put a ninth justice on the court. So McConnell changed the number of justices on the court. That's the problem with Democrats. They don't know how to push back. They should add whatever it takes to swing the power of the Supreme Court to the left. Because it's been, it's just, this is just a coincidence, I guess. Five of the nine justices have been appointed by presidents who did not have the popular vote, who did not get the popular vote. So goes to the my basic argument on, for, on Democrats. They are too afraid to wield their power. And if they can take the Senate and the White House and keep the House of Representatives, why not start to seize power and wield power like Republicans do? And let them scream, let them holler, let them whine. Eliminate the filibuster. Because let me see, Republicans have had the Senate for how long? So how many filibusters have stopped them from doing whatever they want? Whatever they want. When Trump leaves office, he will have appointed over 200 judges. 25% of the federal bench will be filled with Federalist judges. Many of the judges have never been in a courtroom or tried a case. Hell, Coney Coney Barrett had only been in this uh, federal position appointed by Donald Trump after Mitch McConnell blocked an Obama nominee and she got the nomination to fill out a court of all whites and that court covers Chicago see this is this is what I mean by grabbing these Wall Street Democrats, these moderate Democrats, the Chuck Schumers, grab them by the neck and drag them to the left and let them know, if you don't come around, we won't be around when your election comes up, be it a primary challenge. Or in the general, we will blanch Lincoln you. 
And for those who don't know who Blanche Lincoln is, <laughs> she was challenged in a primary by another Democrat, a progressive Democrat, who she barely beat. And the Democrats abandoned her in the general election. And they slaughtered her in the general election. That's how we got Tom Cotton. But there's always a price to pay for a lesson learned. Maybe we will never get that seat back, but maybe we will. Maybe we will. This pandemic, and I, I, I got to tell you, I got to be honest with you. I'm kind of, I'm kind of pulling for the Supreme Court to kill the Affordable Care Act. Really, because then we can get another. Affordable Care Act, public option. And this public option will negate these Republican governors. And what it does, the public option basically takes away, not takes away, it subsidizes Medicaid in all of these states that won't open their Medicaid up but the public option will subsidize it and basically push them into a situation where the insurance companies will begin to Disintegrate. 516-666-9516. Do I have a caller on the board? Yes, I do. 646, welcome to the Alpha Show. Thank you for calling TruthWorks Network, where the truth must be spoken more than once. Hey, Alpha, it's Jay. If only the truth oh, could man. be spoken. Hey, listen, man. I just want to know one thing, Alpha. Are you ready for the return of Trump? Because he basically told you last night how he's going to win the re- election. He's basically told you that the white folks in this country are going to stand firm and come out with the support of their white groups, and he's basically going to win the election that way, or he's going to win it in the courts. It's just that plain and simple. I mean, it's unfortunate, but the way that he set this thing up is, the way that he's doing it, he's going to even get it through white people coming out and supporting whiteness and white supremacy, or he's going to get him in the courts with a 6-3 vote for him. 
That's just what's going to happen. It's, it's, it's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. I don't care how many popular votes he lose by. It's going to be won that way. And I see it. I, I see it. I don't see it happening any other way. Because he done set the narrative to the point to where as you can't trust no written ballot, you can't trust no mail ballot, you can't trust no ballot other than if you were waiting online and you cast your vote at the ballot station. That's the only vote that's going to be deemed acceptable after he can finish what he's doing. And the court's going to do him just like they did George Bush against Gore. They're going to give it to him. And that's just the reality. Now the question becomes this. When that happens, what do we as Americans do? That's the question. Well, well, Jay, first of all, I don't think that's going to happen. And I say that not like he's not going to try. Not like he's not going to try. I I think the courts are going to throw out his his legal challenges, his legal challenges about uh, voter fraud and mail-in. What's the difference between a mail-in ballot and an absentee ballot? What's the difference? Oh, you and I both know there's nothing. But that's not the okay. issue. So, so if there, why isn't that not the issue? If if that's not the issue, it's not. It's just. It's, it's not like. It's not like the issue. Just why? It's not like the issue. Why they're going to get rid of Roe v. Wade? Why they're going to get rid of the Affordable Care Act? It's because they don't want it to be in place, and they have the power to make the vote. To whereas it's not going to be in place. That's just reality. They're built on a certain ideology that they live by in a code that they follow that's going to supersede everything in regards to the law, standards, and all. That's just the, that's just the reality. That's why he got Gersich on the bench. That's why he's fighting so hard to get this woman on the bench. And then he has the other ideologues. So the reality is, me and you know it's not fair. We understand that it's not fair. But they have the right to determine what is fair. And there's nothing you can do about it. Not that not okay. at all. I'll give you a quick I'll give you a quick problem. I'll give you a quick problem. I'll look at it. I look at it like this. Barrett, there was nothing uh, you could do to stop Barrett from getting that seat. Nothing. She's going to get that seat. My thing is when Democrats win the House and Senate and hold the House of Representatives, you've got to add to the courts, all of them. Not just the Supreme Court. But they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. See, I mean, Biden already told you he's not going to do that. He done already laid the hits down that he's not going to do it because he said that he's going to try and do like Obama did 
work with the Republicans because he feels as though he can work with them. Remember, when Obama got into office, he had all of that. And what did he do? He wavered it. He gave it all away because he never did the things that he was supposed to do when he had power. And, and Joe Biden was going to do the same. I agree with that 100%. Obama didn't do what he was supposed to do when he had power. So what makes you say? So what you think? So what makes you think? Yeah, but what makes you think that somebody who's more of a capitulator than Obama is, he's gonna now do the right thing when he done basically told you? Did he not last night say? That the Democratic Party is his party now? That it's not Bernie Sanders' party? That it's nobody else's party? It's his party? So you think if he's going to get in office, he's going to do all of the things necessary to make things fair for the Democrats over the Republicans without working for the first trying to get along and the, and, 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 and the Republicans setting them up. Now, the only thing is that may save them and may wake them up is that if Trump loses, the Democratic Party will be so destroyed and fractured that they may not be able to get back in, in, in power and control in two years like they did with Obama. So the thing is, by that time, maybe he'll be that had his full dementia and Harris may have to take over. But you can't trust her either, because always remember, she sleep next to a zoo. So, so that right there is always going to be in her ear over a Jew's interest in African people interest or even Indian people interest. See, we getting played, man. We getting played, and I'm just hoping that Biden gets in, and then. The Democrats <laughs> do what they're supposed to do, but I thought they won't. Okay. I thought you was going to say Biden gets in and drops dead. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't care. Hey, listen, listen, Alpha, I don't care if he lives or not. I'm just saying when he gets in, it's not going to really change anything, but I tell you this much, the enjoyment will I have is that I know if Trump is not back in office, he going to jail. Because I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you where the where the real deal is gonna start. Jay, no, 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 hold on a second. Also, let me tell you when the real deal is gonna start. The real deal is gonna start next week when his son testifies, because his son is gonna purge himself. I put money on it; he's gonna purge himself. And once he purges himself. Then they got to put pressure on him. Jay, he's got he no choice. He don't care about his son they, to save himself. He, 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 that's Eric, Jay. He's 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 expendable. Yeah, <laughs> that's where it's all going to begin. Because Eric is going to go in, in front of those people and he's going to lie. And see, the thing is, always remember this. When Michael Cole got indicted, they said that it was another person that was a co-conspirator right. that they couldn't deny, and unnamed, we all know that was Trump. Right, there was an unnamed we co-conspirator, and that's Donald Trump. Yeah, they couldn't deny, 
They couldn't indict the co-conspirator, which was Trump. So the reality is, yeah, but I'm trying to tell you, Michael Cohen done told, he done told everything that he know to be able to try and save himself. Now, Eric is going to go in there, and he's going to make the mistake of thinking that he can outwit and outsmart the feds, and the feds are going to do what they do best. They're just going to let you track yourself. They're going to let you talk and let you do what you think you're doing, getting over, and then they're going to lay the boom on his ass. I know it's going to happen. I didn't see it happen before. That's how this is going to play out. And he thinks that his daddy is going to save him. But why his daddy can't save him is because it's a state issue. So now what's going to happen is, and listen to this last point. Just listen to this last point. The game is going to be, if that gets reelected, that if they decide they're going to go after Eric, Trump is now going to come after Cuomo and tell Cuomo that I need you to take care of this matter and I'll give you some money for the state. Oh, I know how this game is going to play out. It's all being set up. It's all being set up, huh? Because Trump has to try and save his son at some point and he can't partner. So now he's going to go and do the devious with Cuomo and it depends on how Cuomo is going to sign to interact with it will determine if he leaks it all out on Trump and what Trump tried to do by bribing the governor saying that we're going to give you some money if you leave my son alone. Oh, so it's going to be interesting, bro. It's going to be real interesting. But I know Eric is going to mess himself up. Jay, first of all, I told you they're going to lock, they're going to use the RICO Act on Trump. And they're going to confiscate everything he owns, everything. Because his Deutsche Bank tax records show that he's guilty of wire fraud, bank fraud, insurance fraud. He's guilty of so many, so many frauds that he can be tried under the RICO Act. And he will... They they will but that don't mean nothing if he's still in office. That don't mean nothing if he's still in office. You say you you, that's a big if if he's still in office. I don't think he's gonna be in office. My money my money say if I if I was betting if I was betting, I would tell you right up, straight up, he's gonna win reelected because the court is gonna give it to him. That's how he's gonna get back in. Jay, I got $3,000, and he will not get back in office. And I have that bet with my oldest grandson and a former co-worker. Now, well, I, I, I hope you don't need the money. I hope you don't need the money because the way that's, that he's going to get back in is going to break your heart. Because I'm already telling you he's going to get in through the Supreme Court. Remember what they did to court. Always remember what they did to court. I know what his options are, Jay, and I'm willing to take chances that he's not going to be able to do it. Because so, you know, so let me ask case. you this, Alpha. Alpha, could I ask you this? Out of the six, out of the six Republicans on the court, maybe two 
that won't go along with the BS. Maybe two. It won't. It won't even get to the Supreme Court. And I'm why, telling why you not? because because he will have no grounds to get it to the Supreme Court. Basically, he'll have. Hey, hey, I think. I think. I think the only person that I will listen to in regards to that is is a couple of people. And the only person on this network that I would listen to with this that you give it is Janice, because Janice a lawyer, and she would know better than both of us. And then, you know, like my boy Ellie myself said, that's how it's going to go down. I'm telling you, you can't even tell me who's the two Supreme Court justices I'm if not, you get to that I'm point that aside. What two justices can be flipped? These justices do not, do not, I repeat, do not go by the rule of law. And I understand that. They do not go by the rule of law. That's why it's so important to expand the size of the Supreme Court and expand it to a point if it's nine there now, add enough add enough to uh swing the balance of power to the left and watch them swing. Yeah, but you gotta get empowered to do that, bro. You gotta get empowered well, to do that. Well, the um the the progressives, the AOCs and those people who are Every every one of these seats that they are taking from old incumbent Democrats, well, they're pulling them to the left, period. And that's what they're doing, Jay. They're pulling them to the left. This ain't gonna be the. This ain't gonna be a year, two years, five years. This is gonna take a while, and we're gonna lose some, and we're gonna win some, but. Um, it's it's already in motion. They're pulling them to the left. And think about it. A Donald Trump victory means there, our democracy is gone. And we will have nothing but an authoritarian in the White House. And there will be no more freedom of speech. There will be no more freedom of anything but what he said. And if you think the country is going to lose that, if you think that what will stop him from nationalizing the banks, what will stop him from, you know, the the Fed is not a part of the government, but they listen to him. He bullies them. We cannot allow this man to become president for a second term. That's That's the bottom line. That's in all of our interests. A alpha. A alpha. All of that may be true, but the reality is this is a white man's country. White people rule this country. They make the laws in this country, and they dictate how things go down. So all I'm saying to you is this. Be prepared for him to get back into the presidency because of the Supreme Court. Now, you saying that it, it, it can't happen, I'm saying to you that it's going to happen. And that's the tragedy well, when it's all said and if done. It reaches, if it reaches the Supreme Court, it will happen. I'm saying, I'm banking that it won't reach the Supreme Court now. 
Now, I got to tell you like this. Uh, his replacement of... Um, hey, Elfo, I got a business call. I got to go. Talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Jay. Thanks for your call. But um, like I'm saying, it reaches the Supreme Court, destroys democracy. We will no longer be a democratic, a democracy in this country. And the institutions that are out there are basically, will basically belong to Donald Trump. He will be able to expunge his $42 million obligation. Now, how many politicians and how many people are going for that? I don't think they're going to allow him to finish his hungry uh, veto urban move. What you are watching here in the United States is the same thing that Vito Orban and Hungary did, but he took nine years to do it. If Donald Trump gets another term, eight years, eight years is all he'll need before he's gone full, full authoritarian, and there will be no more United States of America. Climate change will get Worse, because he'll do nothing. Health care will bankrupt millions of Americans. You see, he's willing to kill millions of Americans with herd immunity rather than virus back. So he's willing to kill six million people rather than lead and do his job. So if you're willing to lose health care in the middle of a pandemic, if you're losing, willing to lose Roe v. Wade, and Roe v. Wade is simply the white supremacist move to stop, to stop the uh, I'll call it the the population expansion. By 2035, there will no longer be the majority in this country. By 2035, they will be the minorities in this country. Now, who's a hate group and who's not a hate group? And like Minister Farrakhan said they may shoot AK-47s but we shoot something else and we can make them extinct and I'll play that little clip for you because um, labeled it white inferior the 
white race is an inferior race and the black race is a superior race. Um, I'd like for you to respond to those uh, those claims. Thank you, um, Rock. To Mr. Botok and to the uh, Poverty Law Center and to white and black people alike. First, hate is always manifested, not just with words, but with deeds. And if he and they, out of their hatred for us, have made books that they put in schools saying that the nation of Islam is a hate group, they have made films, and they put it before police departments that we are a hate group. They are the purveyors of hate against the nation of Islam. Now, if they've spent a million dollars a year on security, and yet all of this that they've done to us, yet they can't find one hateful act that any one of us has done to any one of them. So what is it about our doctrine that causes them to classify us as a hate group? Let me tell you simply what it is. Now, they say that we teach that white is inferior and black is superior. I don't know in what context you are speaking because we as black people are in a very inferior position, not only in America, but in the Caribbean and Central and South America and in Africa. We once were in a superior position. But since two things can't occupy the same space at the same time, they are the ruling people of this time. So that's a lie or a misstatement of fact. But here's what we teach. And white folk teach it too. Uh, let's see. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, two white people cannot produce yellow, much less brown or black. But the black man in us and from us came every species of human being that is on our planet. That is not hate or racism. That is an absolute fact. Now, some white anthropologists, one of the main ones was Dr. Leakey. He was looking for the origin of man. And he didn't, he may have passed through Europe, but he didn't stay there. He went to Africa, and he found the bones of a man 750,000 years of age, and they called him Zinj-Anthropus. Zinj meaning black, Anthropus meaning man, and Zinj-Anthropus had a father. 
So they kept on searching, and they found bones of black people a million and a half, two million, three million years. We are considered in the Bible the ancient of days. You cannot find our origin in the earth or in the sun. You find it with God. Now, having said that, does that mean we are superior? In the genetic sense, absolutely. If you keep bothering us, black folk shoot not AK-47s. They shoot something that if we mix with you, you are gone. We stay. So genetically, you are inferior. That's not your mentality. That's not your creativity. That's your genetic makeup. We can wipe you off the earth just cohabiting with you. And that's why your population is going down. Now, we didn't do that. You're the one that's promoting intermarriage now. Yes, there was a time when you would kill a black man for looking under a white woman's dress that was hanging on a clothesline. Now that's hate. We don't do that. We are telling the truth. You came from us. You are the Adam of the Bible, and we are the us that made man in our image and after our likeness, and we are the us that gave you time on our planet for you to live your life for 6,000 years, and we would not interfere with your rule until the coming of God. God is present now, and the truth is present now. So we are your Alpha, and we are your Omega. We, you began from us, and you will end with us. That's real. That's not hate. That's your scripture. Now let's go to real. No, no, I got to finish this, Rob. Oh, I'm, I'm just getting warmed up here. <laughs> Believe me, see, once you open Pandora's box, you can't take what's coming out of it. But you opened it. Now, isn't it true that in the Talmudic, the Babylonian Talmud, this is Jewish literature, that it was a Jewish rabbi that introduced the thought that black people are the children of Ham and are doomed, as scriptures say, to be hewers of wood and drawers of water, that we are not black uh, out of uh, this creation of God. We are cursed black. Wrong. But you put that out. Is that love or is that hate? How many uh, Muslims have segregated you? You down in Alabama, Mr. Potok. And in Alabama, who was it that put up white and black drinking fountains? Who put up white and black uh, hotel, motel? See, you are the author of that, and that speaks to your hatred of us. We didn't do that to you. 
you all did that to us. Right now, in the movie, there's a history of the great ball player, Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. Look at what that man had to suffer to bring and open the door to black and brown and yellow to become a part of baseball. We will not be the minority by the year 2035. This is what the anti-abortion crowd is about and has been about since Roe v. Wade was passed. They are closest to killing Roe v. Wade right now. Right now. They are closest to getting rid of the Affordable Care Act right now. The success of a man to steal an election outright when he has so little support, and he has little support, will truly be the destruction of our democracy. And our democracy cannot withstand another four years of Donald Trump. So, I know there are people who believe that the uh, powers that be are just that, the powers that be. And they will never come around to doing the right thing. Look, the powers that be at some point, there's a breaking point and they must cease and desist. They must stop. If the Democrats don't respond by packing the courts with 10 or more people on the left, they are bound to lose. Like Ellie Mastow said, all of the people on the Supreme Court come from two colleges. What's that about? Five of the nine have been appointed by people who didn't win the popular vote. What's up with that? I just think that there's so much to do in a Biden-Harris administration And the reluctance of all of the moderate DNC, DCCC, all of the Wall Street Democrats, they got to go. They have to go. The progressives, right after the election, have to make a strong push 
And either you come along or you fall by the wayside. Jay is our, he's right. There should be a civil war within the Democratic Party. Want to get with progressives on one side and the moderate Wall Street Democrats on the other. So far, the incumbents have been losing because people need health care. People need jobs. People need uh, a challenge, a response to the climate change. People need decent messaging. With Donald Trump screaming about the fires in California, 92 to 95% of that land is owned by federal agencies. So that should fall right in his lap. The burning embers of the state should fall right in his lap. And you know, in Saudi Arabia and in the dry lands of the Middle East, where they have the water exchangers that exchange salt water for fresh water, why aren't those already up and going? That should be part of an infrastructure bill or infrastructure job. Reservoirs in California should be popping up because the water exchanges should be built to combat the fires. And I got to tell you, I don't know what the hell they're going to do about the dirty south. The dirty south is drowning and will continue to drown as hurricane after hurricane bombs the Gulf, the Gulf and the and the uh the golf course the shorelines of the gulf you have to do something about this climate go to a national emergency and do something about this climate go to a national emergency Declare a national emergency and do something about guns. Don't take them away. Oh, take away the um, the assault rifles. Ban the assault rifles again. And anybody owning a gun should register it and treat it like a car. You have to register it. You have to have insurance, you have to be tested. 
all of the things that Republicans are standing against. You see, because Trump declared a national emergency to get money for his wall. So either way it goes, either way it goes, there's a lot of work to do. And you just can't shrink and wither among the criticisms coming from the right because they don't give a damn if you criticize them as they are ruling with an iron fist and pounding their ideology into the membranes of the country. And that's how we've gotten these right-wing militias and groups like the Boogaloo Boys and Proud Boys. These are terrorist organizations and should be declared as such. That way you can fight them with the terrorist label. The Klan should be a terrorist organization. That will allow you to go into the police departments into the military and weed out the Klansmen. There's a lot of work to do. Hey, I might be uh <laughs> I might be uh, jumping the gun here. But hell, let me have my fun. Jumping the gun is what I want to do. I want to lay out a plan that I see because I don't see Trump winning legally or illegally. Because if he wins, there goes our democracy. And what judge? is going to stand for the loss of our democracy. Just, just damn. Hell of a choice. Either lose your democracy or lose your Self-esteem. You can't have both. Why? Put as many on these federal courts. The right have been packing courts for so long. It's time for Democrats to pack as many of the courts as possible. And pack them back to a left-leaning. Someone who's going to address fracking. And the demise of earthquakes due to the fracking. 
Don't allow that stuff to flourish. Don't allow the stupidity of Republicans to rule the day. So take the time. 516-666-9516. Give me a call. We can talk about it. I still got 25 minutes. We can talk about it. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. We can be rational. We can be kind. There needs to be a reckoning. There needs to be a wake-up moment when 20 toddlers, 5-year-olds to 10-year-olds, are shot dead. There seems to be a hesitation on acting on gun laws. Everyone pushes this Second Amendment right rather than pushing the right to breathe and the right not to fall victim to some psychotic just damn. The man from Chicago who's got their numbers. This is Advanced Urban Political Talk Radio. The Alpha Show at TruthWorks Network. When injustice becomes law, resistance becomes duty. Now back to the man. Here's Alpha. No matter what, know your values. No matter what, know you matter. The I Declare Show, home of Real Raw Right Now Talk Media. I Declare Show is where we deal with the difficult, real raw, right now. The I Declare Show, Real Raw Right Now Talk Media. I Declare the I Declare Show, Tuesdays, 9 p.m. I'm Janice Graham, and I declare it's real, raw, and right now, the I Declare Show with India Declare. Our common ground with Janice Graham, transforming truth to power, one broadcast at a time. Saturday, 10 p.m. Join us live and live it on our common ground. I'm Janice Graham, and I'll be listening for you. Our common ground, where friends come to meet comrades. I'm Janice Graham. You're listening to the Alpha Show on TruthWorks Network. Now back to Alpha. TruthWorks Network. Truth works. TruthWorks Network Talk Radio. It's the Black Voice Collaborative. Right here on Blog Talk Radio. 
I'm Janice Grant. This is our phone. It would be my honor if you would join TruthWorks Network. I believe in truth. Mostly come at night. Mostly. <laughs> uh, it's one of my favorite movies, by the way. Hey, maybe you haven't been keeping up on current events, but we just got our asses kicked, pal. <laughs> all right, all right. I don't want to be having, I don't want to have to say that. I'll play that clip every, every, in a loop. I'll put it in a loop. If Trump wins, okay? I'll put it in a loop. But that's where we are. That's where we are. Optimism, we're only a few days away. We're only a few days away. And um, I've got to say, um, We can't uh, fall, continue to fall for it. We have to basically make a stand, get away from the Wall Street Democrats, the moderate Democrats, those Democrats who are afraid and will hang with the Republican ideology. They're Dinos. We've got to go with the AOCs and the Iran and the Miss Presley and the alien Oman. Be damned if the same politicians who refused to act then are going to try to come back today and say we need a middle of the, the middle of the road approach to save our lives. That is too much for me.
for dignified jobs that pay people enough to live too much? Is proposing a solution on the scale of the climate crisis to solve it too much? No. But let me tell you what's too much for me. Here's what's too much for me. What's too much for me is politicians looking and allowing babies' blood to get poisoned in Flint for corporate profits. That is what is too much for me. What's too much for me, what's too much for me is coal barons coming up to Washington, D.C., demanding bailout after tax break, after bailout for themselves, and then not even paying their own miners' pensions and put their own minors' health care. That is what is too much for me. That is too much for me. What is too much for me is the fact that ExxonMobil knew exactly that climate change was real and man-made as far back as 1970, and instead of being part of the solution, they paid millions of dollars to lobby and lie and confuse the American public about it, endangering generations to come. That is too much for me. What is too much for me is the fact that in 1989, the year that I was born, the year that I was born, the year that many of us were born, and, and in years after and right before, that politicians were first informed by NASA, that Congress was first notified by NASA that climate change was going to threaten my life and everyone here's life to come, and they did nothing. That is too much for me. And I, and I will be damned if the same politicians who refused to act then are going to try to come back today and say we need a middle-of-the-road approach to save our lives. That is too much for me. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, Ivana Presley, Ilian Omar. Those are the progressives that are in the stairwell climbing to the top floor. Those are the future representatives. The young lady from Missouri, Bush, who unseated a, what was it, a two-generation? How many terms did they do in Congress? It's time to throw down the gauntlet. It's time to turn into the Tea Party like Democrats who refuse to budge on anything and need to fight them tooth and nail every step of the way. Progressive ideas can only survive people have the guts to stand their ground. 
That's the only way. We have to be able to attack our own. The civil war must be raged inside the party without destroying the party. People like Tim Kaine has got to go. Chuck Schumer, Dick Durbin, got to go. You got to go, you got to go. Because at this point, nothing, nothing can trump a progressive ideology. African Americans saved Joe Biden's ass. And we should be looking for our pound of flesh from the Democratic Party. And as always, because this is so important, you know what's going to happen? Tell me about it. Damn right we got bad blood. And we're going to continue to keep bad blood. Bernie Sanders, I'm sorry. He's he's from the past, but I want to thank him for resurrecting the progressive movement. And we'll take it from here. And remember, we can't accept the same old, same old from these folks, these Democrats, these so-called liberals. We have to make that clear. I want to thank Jay for his call. And I want to thank everybody else who thought they wanted to call, but they didn't. <laughs> uh, and I'll tell you like this. When injustice becomes law, resistance becomes duty. This has been another exciting episode of the Alpha Show. We appreciate your listenership. Thank you for joining us at TruthWorks Network, the Alpha Show. Join us next Wednesday, 10 p.m. That's where we are. And that's why it's almost 
the bewitching hour. It's almost checkmate. It's almost that time. The time is of no return. It's almost the time when we won't be able to recover because recovery simply will not be in the cards for us. We cannot, I repeat, we cannot continue down this road because this road is headed for the ultimate dead end. Everybody thinks we're wrong. Who are they to judge us? Mother, mother, simply call the sweet where I hail
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.